This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. Yes, it is. It's a podcast and you love it. We're joined in the studio now by critic Te Arohi editor Fox Mayer to talk about this week's issue, issue 9, the conspiracy issue. Morena Fox, great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. So Fox, two pieces in the conspiracy issue really gripped me this week, and they were the features on vaping and on big honey, because neither of these were really things I would consider traditional conspiracy theories. Um, So let's start with the vaping feature. Um, What was the inspiration behind this? So for conspiracy issue, we didn't really want to delve too much into the more dangerous conspiracy that we're seeing around, so we wanted to think about sort of operations that might be going on that might affect students around us that we might not be aware of. So with with the vaping issue, we remembered a few years ago when suddenly in halls at university, we were getting stories about people receiving free vapes from vape shops. And that was just the vape, not the nicotine juice. And that sort of got us thinking about this whole advertising trick where in Aotearoa, you're allowed to advertise the physical vape but not the vape juice, because only one of those is a nicotine product, which really opens the doors for some nefarious sort of advertising towards towards youth. And, and the piece was about how big tobacco has come in and bought all these vape companies. And as soon as that happened, the marketing shifted towards this younger, more vulnerable uh, population that conveniently can't buy cigarettes. But based on that market shift, do you think vaping is going to be you know, a hot fad comes in real quick and then just dies out? Or do you think it could stay? Well, it's extremely addictive. Yeah. So I reckon it's going to be it's gonna be around for the standard duration of a nicotine addiction, probably, at least. Yeah. And so then Big Honey, it was yes. something else. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I can't say I was expecting that. Um, so just, I'm just going to have to let you run wild with this. What was, what is Big Honey? Where did this come from? Right. So none of us were really expecting this. This, this started as satire, but we've sort of accidentally drank our own Kool-Aid here. Um, and I've bought into it. I, I, I reckon we're onto something. We were thinking about how, you know, that whole save the bees message has come up. And that doesn't really make sense because it, it can't be about supporting pollinators because there's plenty of other pollinators that aren't bees. And it can't be about supporting the environment because honeybees are not necessarily good for the environment. So the only thing that save the bees is really saving is the honey industry, which very conveniently around the same time the bee movie came out was at the height of colony collapse disorder in, in the United States, I'm fairly certain. Do you, do you think this is something that, you know, you've seen or could be seen in other areas of marketing too? I remember hearing something about Big Bacon in like 2010 when everyone became obsessed with bacon for a few years. Do you reckon that's kind of similar vein or... Well, I mean, as as you were saying before the show started, they had a, a surplus of pork products and then conveniently said, oh, well, maybe we could have a social media push to have all these bacon-loving products around. I don't see why that kind of psyop wouldn't be administered in all sorts of market shares across the country and, and the world. Um, I just think this one's particularly interesting because it's a very climate-conscious, green, kind of like chic vibe that's going on, but mm. I reckon we're all, we've all had the rug pulled out by these big honey agriculturalists. <laughs> Is Critic planning to do a similar marketing strategy? Just, <sighs> oh, we're not going to run Critic anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have the requisite brain power to pull off such an elaborate scheme. Very fair. And then my final question is, I mean, it's one of my favorite parts each week, Mr. Worldwide. Oh, this gosh, week's one yes. looked brutal. <sighs> How, what was your experience trying to find that? Well, speaking of the requisite brain power... Um, <laughs> This took three weeks. This took a long, long time to get. I think it was from Char. I, I'm not sure, but if you're listening, thank you for a challenge. Um, 
I have never not gotten one of these within two hours of receiving the email. This took three weeks. There is no text visible. There are no license plates visible, no signage, no flags. It is literally just a bunch of buildings on a hill with a mountain range behind it. And I spent hours looking for this one little what ended up being monastery and we finally got it on some obscure tourism website from australia about monasteries in india and it was like number six it wasn't even in the top three so i went through the whole slideshow but yeah i was elated when when we got it we did get it impressive that was a radio one podcast mate there's heaps more at r1.co.nz